This is Scott. This is Rebecca. Welcome to Party Party of Five and a Half. It's kind of like a variety show. That's right. A smile for your ears. So keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times and let's see where this roller coaster takes us. Welcome to Hardy Party Five and a Half Podcast. Scott. Yes. I have three quotes for you, and I need you to tell me what movie they're from. Okay. They're all from the same movie. Are We're starting ready? with a quiz. Yeah. Okay. I, I know you're usually the quiz giver, but today I'm the quiz giver. Okay, bring it on. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here's the first quote. Ball players. I haven't got ball players. I've got girls. Okay. Okay. I have to hear all three first, right? Quote number two. Okay. Have you ever heard Dad introduce us? This is our daughter, Dottie. And this is our other daughter, Dottie's sister. <laughs> That's so cruel. <laughs> what an she awesome line, She goes on line, to though. say, we should have had you and bought a dog. That's what she basically <laughs> That's said. an awesome yeah. line, though. Yeah. The last one's going to give it away. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> is this Major League? No, I'm kidding. I think, after really thinking about this, that it's your favorite movie ever, which you probably didn't even have to research those lines. You like, when we watch this movie, you like know every line. And it's a league of their own. It is a league of their own. And guess what? You surprised me. I sure did. You did a good job, <laughs> and you got a Rockford Peach on this podcast today. I don't know how you did it. Her name is Patty Pelton. She played second base. For the Rockford Peaches. For the Rockford Peaches. Marla yeah. Hooch also played second base. If you're a big fan, you'll know she's played second base too. Uh, yeah, so we have Patty Pelton. She is not just a Rockford Peach. She is also has been a stunt woman. She does product placement for TV shows, CSI. And big movies like, like Mission Impossible. Yes. Yeah. She's so fascinating, and I was so excited to talk to her. I was a little sweaty, like total fangirling because she is so cool. She was so easy to talk to. So I hope you guys enjoy this interview with Patty Pelton from A League of Their Own, Rockford Peach. She has the dish on all the movie and a bunch of other things. And you want to hear what she thinks about Tom Hanks, Penny Marshall. I mean, who doesn't want to know these things? <laughs> okay, here you go. Patty Pelton. Okay, Patty Pelton, thank you so much for joining Hardy Party of Five and a Half. We are so excited to have you. A League of Their Own is one of my favorite movies, so we just can't believe that you're even here with us. So we want to jump right in and ask you some questions. First of all, I heard the audition process like took a long time, and mm -hmm. it was because they were looking for actors and that were, could actually play baseball. So tell us about that audition process for you. 
Yeah, um, that's actually is true. Penny just wanted to make sure it was everyone could play. And um, I actually auditioned for the show, the movie twice when David Anspaugh was directing it. So I got in on that one and then that uh -huh. fell apart. And then I had to re-audition again for Penny or try to get in again. And they say that they weren't going to see anybody again from the first go around. Oh, so, oh, I, had to, yeah. so I had to pursue it all over again. And um, I, they actually came out uh, to film me. I'm, it, it's really funny because we we just did an interview for a book and, and I'm trying to remember now how the, all the auditions went because I did it twice. So yeah, but I, Rod Dado knew who I was. I had auditioned, played baseball. I didn't have an agent. I just kind of showed up. Um, and said, Hey, there's going to be this movie and you have to go with us. We're going to, we're auditioning. So I jumped in the car with them auditioned. They were like, where did you come from? Um, and, uh, I was number 56 was the number they gave me. And that ended up being my number in the movie. And I oh. did handed me number 56. I didn't request it. <laughs> so that was weird. But, um, yeah. and then they came out and filmed us. I think there were four of us and they came and filmed us, uh, playing baseball. And then went back to Penny. And, and then I the next step was uh, coming to the field to meet her with hundreds and hundreds of girls. But she knew who I was. She came over and said, it's good to finally meet you. So oh wow. it still wasn't a peach. I had to, you know, audition all over again on the ball field. So to make sure you could be a so peach. Were, <laughs> had you played baseball or were you just athletic in general? Well, I played since well, I've always been an athlete, but I played since yeah. I was four. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I cool. had a picture of being my tigers uniform that my brother's. <laughs> I learned on the street how to play ball uh -huh. and played some t-ball and then grew up just playing baseball before I even knew what a softball was so oh, oh yeah that's great yeah that's awesome we kind of did the opposite because we we play a lot of softball when we got married and then then we had three boys so now all of a sudden I've switched and I'm like here's how we throw a baseball all the time so yeah. we've done a lot coaching of them. baseball coaching yeah. okay memorable times of the film for me. I mean, when Gina Davis bare hands catches that ball, of course that, that they throw at her. And then of course, when Marla is singing to Nelson and the suds bucket <laughs> is one of my favorite. So tell us about some of your favorite memorable times filming. Um, for me, the, the most on camera, the, the scene that really touched me the most was when um, um, the, this woman comes out uh, on the field and, and, um, she says, throw it to me. She's a black woman. And she says, yeah. throw it. There was it over her head. Um, and um, to me, that that um, was the most stunning uh, scene because we're, we're touching on something that hasn't been, you know, people haven't touched on is that subject matter. And and then the, that woman doesn't say, the woman doesn't say anything. It's just all in her face of like, right. yeah. And so to me, that was the most beautiful scene in the, in the film. Um, and then that long shot of when um, they win the Racine game, they win and Lori jumps into the arms of the coach because that's yes. a giant wide shot of, uh -huh. of that. So that, that too, but um, um, yeah, we had, a, we had a good time on, on the shoot. There was a lot, it was six months of shooting. Yeah. So they had to build an extra, extra room for all the footage. Yeah. What about the Tom Hanks? bathroom scene were you in there for that like well, i was like, i actually was that all happening gave, together yeah yeah penny gave me some lines in that actually yeah. we were improv doing improv a lot and she gave me some lines and okay um we 
we were like, yeah, I mean, same thing. We're always together. The team, we spent like every day together. And so we're in there in that room all day long with Tom doing this. <laughs> so it's like you're a team in a locker room, basically. Yeah. Is oh, the feeling. Always, yeah. And it was just, yeah, we were trying not to laugh a lot. <laughs> we're supposed to be so like, what's happening? But yeah, is, is something wrong with him? Yeah, and then we were playing in the in you know like Anne gets up and starts looking at him over the thing, and I pull her down. I'm like, Shirley, get down from there, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was all day long. Yeah, and I remember Madonna timing him out. Yes, that's we a good being. A lot of fun with that scene. Yeah. So. Now I heard that is Penny Marshall in one of the stalls, like with a hose. Is she doing the same? That's what I heard. That's one of the. I don't know. I don't. I just remember Penny being in there directing, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember that. You know, if you, it's funny because what I've noticed is when we're together as a group, which we still do a lot of appearances together, and yeah, that's awesome. a different story about what they remember. And everyone's right, like, yeah. you know that because we all had our own thing going yeah. on. You know, what you were, what you were focused on. Yeah. So we didn't know what was going on with everybody else, but it's always fun to hear. Yeah, so it's totally possible she was doing that. Probably possible, yeah. <laughs> well, and then there's the moment, the most famous line yeah, is, is "There's no crying in baseball." So, what yeah. do you remember about that scene when that happened? Because well, nobody knew this was going to be like the greatest line in the movie, right? No, no. Yeah. Um, Just wondering, because I couldn't figure out why you would throw home when we've got a two-run lead. You let the tying run get on second, and we lost the lead because of you. Now you start using your head. That's not love. That's three feet above you. <laughs> Are you crying? No. Are you crying? Are you crying? <laughs> There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Why don't you leave her alone, Jimmy? Oh, you zip it, Doris. Rogers Hornsby was my manager, and he called me a talking pilot. And that was when my parents drove all the way down from Michigan to see me play the game. And did I cry? No, no. No, no. And you know why? No. Because there's no crying in baseball. There's no crying in baseball. No crying. Daddy, Jimmy. She's crying, sir. I didn't mean to do that. Perhaps you chastise her too vehemently. Good rule of thumb. Treat each of these girls as you would treat your mother. You want to ever tell you look like a penis with a little hat on? Oh, You're out of here! Oh, no, right no, no, now, no, Jimmy, you, I heard you that! Misunderstood you misunderstood me! You misunderstood me! No, I didn't. You can't throw me out for that! No one, you got a strike! I, I know that that was a that was a really hard day for Biddy because she had to keep doing it over and cry over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, she was great in the scene. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and then I do think the umpire that is it the umpire that comes over. He was the uh, an assistant director on the show. Penny would oh. put ads in and a lot of the crews in the show. He's yeah. the one that says you know. Uh, that kicks him out says get yeah out. 
got the hat on. Yeah. Yeah. I remember just thinking, how is Biddy going to do this all day long? And she did. She just kept crying. Yeah. (laughs) She just kept crying. (laughs) And uh, no, we didn't know that that was going to be, you know, this, this huge, I, there's a lot of things we didn't know. I mean, we were filming it. We we had no idea it was going to be a hit. We we had no idea. We, we saw the movie and then we go, wow, we hope people like it, but we had no idea that people are going to go crazy for it. So, yeah. Yeah. Cause people that have never seen the movie know that line. Like everybody it's literally to- required for anybody that's going to date one of my kids. <laughs> I mean, they, they come in the house. I'm like, have you seen this movie? Because that's what you have to watch before you can actually date one of my children. I mean, that's, that is true. That is so true. Yeah. <laughs> because I think men love it so much too. That's what's amazing. I, I've worked yeah. on shows where I wasn't acting. I was doing something else production or, or because I worked on CSI New York and the crew with guys would come in and be like, oh, we saw you in this movie. Uh, we love it. But, you know, and I'm like, yeah, hey, there's an actress. They said, yeah, but, you know, but I'm like, well, great that you were watching it. They yeah. go, oh, we love that movie. <laughs> well, and I'm a big history buff. And when the movie first came out and when we went to go see it, I didn't know anything about that. Like I'd never heard any of these stories. Yeah. Which is so shocking. Was, yeah. Which is so cool that the movie helped people really know what the history is. Right. Well, they really, you know, my mom w- went to go see them play at Wrigley Field and I was playing baseball. So my mom never mentioned it once in the entire time I was growing up, but these women never mentioned it. And if they did to their families, they didn't know what they were talking about. They were, they, you know, they would be like, what? Oh, okay. And then when the movie came out, their their kids were looking at them differently. Like, oh my gosh, I mean, you played in this league. So it was a really something that not a lot of people, not a lot of the women talked about. Um, and and uh, when I went to research it, I remember I was living in Chicago and I went to the big library and the only thing I could find is one article in Sports Illustrated. That was wow. it. There were no books. There was n- nothing. Yeah. So I had to actually call. I called Sophie Curry at home. I tracked her down because she's from Flint. She was called the Flint Flash and she's uh-huh. from my hometown. And then my mom's best friend, Ellie said, oh yeah, I used to play catch with Sophie. She broke my finger once. And <laughs> was one of the biggest yeah, players in the league. She yeah. stole all, yeah. all the bases. And I actually talked to her and researched it with her. And I said, look, if I get in this movie, I'll call you. And, and uh, I ran into her later. She's like, you never called. <laughs> <laughs> you were kind of busy at that point yeah (laughs) okay so we're gonna throw out some names and we just kind of want to hear what you have what you think about them so for sure gina davis first thoughts Uh, what do you remember about being around her entertaining um gina's very funny super smart um um, she did Jesus Christ Superstar all the time they had we everybody did the musical all the time on the bus so they would play funny gina would play all the parts and uh, <laughs> and uh, just very um, lear- you know just watching her act and watching her do her thing that was really really amazing you know yeah and she comes across as a little in the movie she's t- comes across as a little more controlled and reserved but you're saying she's not like that she's no she's very funny and very playful and um i remember uh ann cusack and i decided we decided we were gonna we were gonna pay toilet paper her trailer and so we <laughs> we went in and toilet papered it and then we put a sign up in there that said be afraid be very afraid because that was a line from the flop <laughs> and we're like oh hi, hi you know we go back to our trailers well i guess gina you know pl- set up this whole thing where she was going to retire, she was super angry. 
and that we were close to getting fired. Oh, no. <laughs> now this at the trailer said, Gina needs to talk to you. You guys are in serious trouble. And we were like, what? Like, we were like, this thing. And then when we got them, Gina, ah, ha, ha, she opens the door. She's like, yeah, it's fine. So oh, that's funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah, it's for it, so. <laughs> okay, and then there's Coach Dugan, Tom Hanks. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, it was really funny because I was working at the time. Um, I had a job that I was working in, and and I finally got in the movie, and I came to the set, and I walked, walked, and he was the first one to come over to me, and he said, hi, I'm, I'm Tom Hanks, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably know that. <laughs> like, you know. Very what world am I in? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like that for six months for me. I was like, what world am I in? Um, uh, but he, super sweet, very fun. He, he and Gina together, super hilarious. I mean, it was just, you know, he would just create these silly songs and sing them all the time. It could be about his pants, you know, my blah, blah, just bottom, you know, it was just, yeah. it, it, you're with all these creative people all the time. And, most of the team, everybody was funny on, on the team too. But yeah, yeah but again, you're with Tom Hanks and Gina Davis. And sometimes you, you're just sitting there thinking, what, what is happening? This is yeah. a dream come true. And still to this day, you know, both Gina and Tom, you know, you know, we see Gina more often, but Tom always sends his best wishes and, and um, you know, always, they're always very supportive of the women. Yeah. So he's so, as nice as he seems then, because he's... Oh, like America's dad, he really is that guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and also the great thing about Tom at the time too, he had his two kids there, so we got to know uh, Colin and and uh, Elizabeth. We got to know both of them because they were there all the time. Oh wow! I, I ran into Colin recently. I was like, oh my gosh, you're a man! Like, I had- <laughs> <laughs> um, that's so cool. Yeah. So. Okay, so what about Penny Marshall? Oh, Penny. Um, you know, Penny gave me my start um, and gave me my SAG card. You know, she walked up to me and said, here's a line, welcome to SAG. Because um, I wasn't scripted the second time around uh, on the on the movie. And, uh, you know, once you're in the family, you're in the family with them. And it was just, uh, it was just like having an aunt, you know. And um, she would, I, last time I saw Penny, I had a, some posters. I said, can you sign these for a fundraiser for, I'm from Flint, Michigan. And she was like, Patty, I'll sign whatever you have, you know. I mean, she was just, it was just like having a family member, you know. Yeah. Because that is, you know, Tracy was in it. And I would see, uh, I would see everybody in the family all the time. If you, you know, I was at the Tracy's, uh, uh, when she had a baby, we were at the baby shower, you know, it was just being part of a family and, yeah. Um, and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. what's a lifetime? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Sad when she, you know, we were all very sad about her passing. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so tell us like how much are, how much access did you have to the original players? I cannot watch this movie without crying. I cry every you time. Cry at the end. Every, every time. time. And I cry at the end from the time they walk into the museum till the credits are rolling and the women are playing baseball at the end. I cry all the way through it every time, no matter how many hundred times. So how much access do you have to, did you have to the original players? Um, well, during the filming, there was Pepper Pear Davis, who, again, we became very close to Pepper. When she passed away, we were at her funeral. Um, Pepper uh, was was on board just so that to make sure that we were following, you know, okay. everything. And, and not screaming like 
modern things, you know, like, oh, yeah. like dirt in a skirt, not like, you know, Hey dude, you know, whatever, you know, yeah, right. Yeah. A lot of that stuff. And so we were close to pepper and then we really, I didn't, uh, until later have access to, I don't know about the other girls. I came on, uh, after the suds bucket scene is when <laughs> I joined my, uh-huh. I think my first scene was the church scene. And I hadn't uh, had a, a exposure except for Pepper, you know, but Pepper was there all the time telling us stuff. So, and then as the years uh, went by after um, I've been with them so many times, I, I went um, to Cooperstown with the ladies um, and I've known them all and I've seen a lot of them pass away and, yeah. and still um, I'm very close to Maybell and uh, uh, Mary Moore and Janine Lesko. I, I, and um you know, there, there's like five or six women that I call all the time to check in with. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was my next question. I was going to ask about some of those relationships with, you said, uh, I think Sue was one of them too. Sue Parson. I, I have, talked to, I do talk to Sue occasionally as well. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what was the other one that you just said? Maybell? Yeah. 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 And so you do still all the time. You keep oh, up with them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now she's a character, right? Like I looked at some of her social media and she's like, <laughs> And she's 95, right? What's that? She's 95, she's, right? She's hilarious. She's yeah. busy all the time. The whole time I'm visiting her, you know, and during COVID it was hard because, um, but I, we would go outside on the patio and distance, you know, do a distancing thing, but just so they could have it, you know, she could have some activity, but yeah. um, I've been seeing Mabel for years and years and um, uh, um, I call her all the time. We have conversations and check in with her and um do a live events with Maybell as well. So, and she's a character. Yeah. I mean, she's busy the whole time you're there. She's answering the phone constantly. <laughs> she's got things to do. She's like, yeah, Patty Pelton's here. You know, Hey, it's so-and-so Patty. And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> how do you have more energy than I do? She travels all over the, I mean, I don't know. She does. I'm exhausted. If I get on a flight and she's just like ready to go, you know, and I think Ann Ramsey and I did an event with them right before COVID and, um, we were having wheelchair races with Shirley and, oh, and Shirley, Shirley's another one that, that, um, you know, because Shirley and Maybell do a lot of events and we do a lot of uh-huh. interviews and things with them as well. Um, and they're hilarious because they bounce off each other, but we did a wheelchair race with them the last time we were with <laughs> and Ramsey and myself. <laughs> and who won? Um, I think Maybell won. I think Anne. <laughs> She took you out. Oh, it's really funny because Shirley never says much, but when she says something, it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. I just had a thought. Like during the filming, y'all played real baseball. Like y'all were, y'all played serious baseball. So who was, who do you think, who would you say is the best player on the team? Who would you pick right now in a, in yeah, a, if you had to draft, who would be your first pick? Playground rules. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. They probably shouldn't choose anybody on that, but, but, but I, people, I, I mean, I, I played a lot as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I definitely, I mean, I, the only reason I'm teasing about this because when I got hired, Penny thought I was a baseball player, not an actor. And so I said, oh, oh, okay. so yeah, actress in Chicago, but no, I love the girls were all of them. They all played well. They all, they all had some softball experience. Um, and you know, yeah. Um, Lori was pretty good. Rosie, you know, um, yeah. Megan Cavanaugh learned to bat, uh, switch bat, you know, that switch. Taylor Leone. She wanted to do it. Taya. Yeah. Good. Um, 
Uh, yeah, actually, Taya was really good. Um, so, and then all the other women that they bust in were all ball players, and and most of the girls. I mean, they had stunt doubles, but mm-hmm. um, you know, most of them were doing like their own slides. Like Madonna was sliding headfirst into yeah. into the face too, and um, even mm-hmm. though, but everybody worked really hard and. Was, it was pretty amazing. Even Gina, because she came on late. Gina had to learn it when coming on late to the shoot because it was oh, Deborah, really Deborah Winger was cast first, and then oh mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Um, did did uh, Gina do her own splits? Yes, she yeah. did. Did she? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, it was it was pretty. Everybody, you know, we had a lot of broken noses and a lot yeah. of heat stroke and. Cause we were all out there playing and yeah. And she did the catch behind the back herself. Yep. Yeah. That's yep. so cool. That's so impressive. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What kind of reactions do you get from like women and, and girls? They come up to you and, and what kind of reactions do you get from that? I mean, I'm totally fangirling over here all the way in Texas. <laughs> well, to be honest, I think the, the real stars are the, the women when you're with the mm. older women, they mm. really get, which is fantastic. It should be that way. Um, and we get, we, we have little girls too coming up to us, but um, I love that the little girls mostly go to the older women to see yeah. original players um, yeah. to want to get pictures with them and talk to them and tell them that they're their heroes and stuff. And so, um, but we do, we, it's been great. Uh, we have a lot of little girls who, who are playing baseball now. It's, it's getting bigger and bigger each day. Mm-hmm we need to be better about it here in the States. There's professional teams all over the world, but States, we don't have that, you know, yeah. and, um, the little girls want to play baseball. And they want to talk baseball. Yeah. And, um, uh, it just, it's, it's that, that softball's any, you know, good or bad. They're both good sports. It's just that some little girls just prefer to play baseball and want mm-hmm. to talk about it. And, um, yeah. And I feel like it's the adults that usually are, are happy to meet us more. I think the kids are more <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's what's so cool about the movie is that the ladies you're talking about finally got the recognition they deserved after everything they went through and everything they did. Right. And it, like you say, it was history was so silent about it until the movie came out. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. and, but it also opened the door. Then suddenly you, you start hearing about women pilots in World yeah. mm-hmm. it Opened the door to this whole idea of like, what else haven't we uncovered mm. uh, with women? Um, yeah. Even besides this so i think it's uh and i think it just was registered at the library of congress or, mm-hmm. or, you know so it's it's not only uh it's it's just it's amazing also to watch these women blossom out of it um to signing them sitting there signing autographs and go, they're always confused like who would want to meet us like why why are there all you know, <laughs> i see lot lines and lines and lines of people uh, yeah trying and to get to them or want to just talk to them we'll be sitting in a restaurant and guys and women you know women and men will come over and want to talk to them like make a beeline to meet them yeah. so just to see them get that kind of uh adulation uh now is pretty great so mm-hmm. you know penny did a, a real service by doing this movie yeah yeah she did. and it's really a perfect like the movie just works they're just yeah. some movies that you watch and like every moment adds up to something amazing and that's how that movie is it just works perfectly every part of it works together mm-hmm. yeah yeah and it and 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 you know the great thing about penny too what was fun about working on it was she let us uh improvise during it 
So some mm. scenes that you're seeing were most most of it was written, but there's a few scenes where you know he's he's not giving he's uh, he, the, well, I can't think of Winston. Yeah, Winston. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It's eating the the you know the lineup um, or Renee's bruise that was actually oh, yeah. her real bruise. Oh, um, Alice. You know, from sliding in. Was and, it? Oh yeah, she had she had nerve damage from that for years because. Oh what? Gosh. Oh wow. I almost asked about that, and I thought, no, that's got to be makeup. <laughs> oh no, I mean there was actually a picture of a girl. Um, one of the girls with a bruise like that, similar to that, that, that uh-huh. scene, but that actually was her bruise. Oh and my goodness. Oh my. That, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So you've worn a lot of hats in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. And when I was uh, researching, I noticed that you were a stunt woman at one time. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> how, how did that even happen? Like, is this before you, is this during the acting? Or uh, later on, later no. on. I was um, hanging out with, um, uh, I knew the guys that did the matrix through another TV show, um, Dave uh, and um, Chad and some of the guys. And so I started to just get interested in it. And so I would go kickbox at their gym. Um, and then the other stuff people would show up and then I would get in kicking lines with them and start to learn how to kick and for film and TV and just got really obsessed with it. <laughs> and um uh, and I thought, well, I'm doing my own baseball stunts, you know, so maybe I, you know, and, and I love the fight choreography and I love the sword fighting. And so um, I just kind of, you know, trained with them and then started pursuing it. Uh, and um, that's kind of how I got into it. And then after a while, I just kind of thought, you know, I really might not want to get injured. Um, but I, <laughs> I was able to get parts and also do my own stunt, you know, and in it. it always I never doubled anyone but that's that's what yeah. a lot of people end up doing is doubling yeah and then I just kind of looked at that oh, maybe maybe this is you know uh something that I gotta walk away from <laughs> when you when you can walk away with that limping yeah. you, you should walk still, away. Yeah. still walk away while you can yeah exactly. <laughs> but it was, I have to tell you I loved it and if I had started earlier I probably would have pursued that really more yeah because I really loved it and um, I love doing it. It was very exciting, very thrilling. And you got yeah. to take, all these, you know, I was taking all these classes. I was doing, you know, race car classes and I was doing all these classes in case. Uh, so there's like, race car classes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's motorcycle and, you know, there, you, you know, you, so cool. you want to make yourself familiar with everything that might, somebody might call you to do and be able to say, I have some familiarity with that, you know, and then, um, uh, it's it's quite a world. I mean, I really respect all the stunt people, and they're still I still have really good friends in the stunt world. Um, but I loved fighting with the guys. I mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> Already, I know if we were playing softball, I'd pick you first. Also, <laughs> <laughs> number one pick, right None. there. Yeah. <laughs> and if there's a brawl, we've got that too. We got yeah. that too. Well, I was taking all kinds of classes. I was taking knife classes, and you know, fight court you know it, it was wire classes and so yeah. I did a wire it was so fun I mean that's I, so cool did it but uh it was hard for me to get out of it because I had to just talk to myself and say you, you just gotta this this you know you, you got to do some of it and now you gotta walk away so yeah yeah when I think of because I feel like there's a renaissance of that for women because all of the marvel stuff and I, it's Heidi Moneymaker is like one of the she does sure. the Black Widow and so I think there's really a re like we're really seeing female stunt women 
you know, doing some great epic movies and stuff mm-hmm. and yeah. getting a lot of work. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, women doing their own thing. And Chad and those guys went on to do, they were smash cut at the time and they wanted to make films. And now, you know, uh, Atomic Blonde is theirs. They're doing, and what they're doing is they're taking actors and teaching them how to do their own fights, like their own fight choreography, basically. And they're, yeah. they're doing their own fight stuff. And that's kind of what their niche is. But um so more and more actors are learning, not that their stunt people aren't still doing stuff and the stunt people aren't still, you know, I mean, I couldn't do any gymnastics, you know, um, and some women are really good at the gymnastics. Some are good at the fight choreography or both, uh, you know, and so, um, uh, you know, the, the, the stunt people are still doing it, but they're more and more the close-ups of the actors you kind of want to see, you yeah. know, Reeves, he does his, his own stuff, so. Uh-huh. and yeah. he's they that's David and all those guys again and I did a parody of that with with them a movie I did um it was the first movie they ever made and I'm in it actually as an actor and it's a parody on the matrix and everything and it's it was fun and and then when I went to go see the movie Angelina Jolie and all these people were in it because Dave and those guys knew Ben Stiller and Angelina Jolie and and yeah. and so they were all in the movie too but and it's all about you know it's a lot of fight stuff in there too yeah that's so good. Don't you want to take some of these classes? Yes, then? I do. Yeah. We recently took an improvisational yeah. comedy class. I yeah. think this sounds a lot more interesting. <laughs> How was the improv? Uh, improv is great. How was it for you? Did you enjoy it? Oh, was, we really we loved had it. so much it's fun. Four day weekend. They're a local Fort Worth place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or they're Fort Worth and Dallas now. And they do, it's free classes. After COVID, it's become free. And it was like three or four hours, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you're just with a group of, you know, 20 people that have just also just signed up. And so it's, uh, there's a comfort there and not knowing anybody and you can, you know, they're asking you to do some of the silliest, crazy stuff and you just, you just go do it. But they do have some other classes too, like on character development or one on musical improv. And I want to take all of them, but then I want to take some stunt double classes. Yeah, that's I what I want to like... do. I'm transitioning into <laughs> stunt work. Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Start fighting classes too. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna go up your life insurance policy. <laughs> yeah, you better. <laughs> and insurance too. Yeah. We're gonna need better insurance. Uh, okay, so yeah. currently this totally I'm like a big movie buff. Uh-huh. So when I saw that you're what you do now is just totally fascinating to me. And you've got to explain what this is. <laughs> you're a product placement like specialist and like you put movie, you put products into movies and I just explain to us what explain. that is. It's just, well, it seems fascinating. I started out um, uh, at CSI New York doing it. Um, I was literally transitioning out of the stumps thinking, what am I going to do besides acting that I could make a living? And somebody, I was producing some of my own stuff and um, somebody who worked on the show said you should come over they need a product placement person I had no idea what it was and I I was like I don't know what that is I can't do that and I interviewed and I ended up getting the job um and basically um and it was something I had no idea what I was doing I had to learn on the job and um uh I was I ended up being there for eight years doing it and then you know becoming an associate producer on it and then doing movies in between so I could keep on the hiatus keep money coming in but my gig's a little bit different when other, there are PR agencies that have clients like, um, you know, could be a car company and that's product placement. And then there are people who do money integration deals, which uh, is money uh, that they pay for a spot in the show. And that's done through the studios usually uh, with marketing. Um, 
And then there's product uh, placement, uh, which is what I do besides sometimes the integration deals. Uh, but um, what I did on CSI New York is they basically, you know, I basically um, had to do anything that was scripted that was a, you know, like anything that was a CSI scripted, like a lab or a DNA machine or, you know, in all the labs you see, that's all product placement on. And we were, I was an in-house and that doesn't exist. It only existed on the CSIs. <laughs> and so I learned to do it there. And, um, and I would make suggestions like maybe you guys could use this. Have you seen this machine? It's really cool. And then they would integrate it into the show. Hmm. Uh, and so basically when you saw them, you know, looking through the microscope or you saw them using the DNA machine or you saw it on camera and the video playback has to show you, oh, here's the tumor or whatever. That stuff is all has to be cleared and then you have to, you, we get it for free and then I would return it <laughs> after, after, or we'd keep it on the set as long as we could. Yeah. And so I just continued to do that uh, film and television. I did an extent, I was on that for two seasons and I, I did all the robots on that. That was a Halle Berry show. And I did, <laughs> I did all the product placement. It's not just the water, you know, people go, oh, you put water in. And then I go, no, I, I do a lot more than that, you know? <laughs> like, um, and uh, there's a lot of working parts and a lot of people that, that you, so I work with pretty much everybody on the show trying to cut their budget so they don't have to go rent equipment or they don't have to make it or buy it. So they would have to make And there's like prop houses too, right? That you can go, yeah. yeah. If they can't get it from me, then they go to the prop houses and get it. But it's preferable that I can get it and get it shipped in time and get all the paperwork and all everything cleared in time in order to use it on the show. <laughs> and, um, and sometimes get technicians to come in and show the actor how to use the equipment. It's a made up, uh, kind of thing that I just kept going and doing. So my most recent show is um, Inventing Anna on Netflix. Oh, I was yeah. enough to get to work on that show. And that was that was fun working yeah. on the rhyme show for the first time and a Netflix show for the first time. And and didn't you do one of the Mission Impossible movies? That's like my yeah, that's that was Paramount. I was director of development at Paramount Studios and I did uh, one of the Mission Impossibles. Um, yep. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so cool. So, so you, I'm just trying to understand, like, to help people understand what that is. Like, I think of ET with the Reese's Pieces. That's one of the first. Would that be considered a product placement? Like, Absolutely. the trail that they made, and they probably made yeah. a deal with Reese's to to use that. And I'm not sure exactly. I remember hearing about that. I'm not exactly sure if Reese's just let them use it or if they made a money deal. I I don't remember how that that kind of went, but that's an example of a yeah. So went crazy like their stock and you know everything people yeah have. oh yeah definitely so do you are you in how do you do they bring you the script and you you see what's in it or they do they come specifically with things they need both yeah yeah mm -hmm. just both. depending on yeah yeah and, and and then sometimes they'll say this is what we're trying to achieve and and i'll make some suggestions um at the end of the day it's their vision of what they're set decorators doing or what the props guy wants or yeah uh, you know it's their vision and I just try to accommodate it and resource mm -hmm. and make suggestions that maybe they didn't know you could product place medical equipment I did New Amsterdam also and so I did the medical equipment on that yeah so time. how do you find the medical equipment like you, you know you know I need this x-ray machine how do you go right. about <laughs> <laughs> what she's like? yeah what'd you say that's a secret oh, oh top secret <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got into the secret sauce here. 
It just, it's amazing that you can be I like, beg oh. people. I beg people. Yeah. <laughs> There's just not a lot of people I could call for a DNA machine right yeah, now. Or, uh, you know? yeah. I mean, no, I, I mean, I've been doing it for a long time. So people, you got you your know, sources. I have. Yeah. And I, and you've I networked so much now that. Yeah. But also I, um, you know, I, I'm not afraid to get on the phone and. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. Throw your weight around. Not no. <laughs> <But> <laughs> you know, just back, you know. No. Yeah. Um, but get on the phone and chat to people and talk to them and yeah. And and I like to treat people like I'd like to be treated. So as long as you you're good on your word and and um, you mm. know the client's trying to achieve something, you're trying to. People on the set are the studio, the marketing department. Everybody's trying to achieve something. So sure. you just like to make sure everybody's getting getting um, right you know, in, informed and know what's going on and, and everything yeah. goes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And you're building a reputation too, of being trustworthy. And oh, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. It, it, it gets around pretty quickly if you're not um, really, your if you don't return that DNA machine, people probably know. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a small circle. Where <laughs> a lot of DNA people know each other. So <laughs> it's just amazing to think how much goes into like a production like that. You don't even think you don't even think that's would be a part of it. Like we have to go get these machines. Yeah. I just think, Oh, they went to a hospital and just filmed there or something. <laughs> and it's really, there's so much more to it. Um, sometimes they probably do, but, yeah, but you know, it's, it's all about money. You know, it's about what can you save and, and, yeah. uh, and uh, uh, yeah. So basically, yeah. yeah, that's it. I mean, um, and then, you know, if, if you're on a show like CSI New York, which is a, a big show to do, like, uh, it's it's like doing a movie, you know, every ten days, and you have meeting after meeting. So there's there's hundreds of meetings that go on all the way up until the end. You know, we we would have octopus meetings. You know, it's like because we had octopus on the show, so we had a meeting about the octopus. And, <laughs> you know, um, did you get the octopus? I mean, were you in charge of that? I did not get the octopus. <laughs> all the local aquarium. There and they. And they made it back safely yeah no they have to get a you know octopus guy to come in and work with the octopus <laughs> of course so they crazy. do there's mm-hmm. a wrangler you got to go get you know so. yeah what's That's the crazy. craziest thing that you that they've asked you to acquire can you think of something that's like how am i going to get this that is, a pretty, P- is this a pg question huh? is this a pg well, i mean question? like what's something that seemed like how am i going to get this well, mm-hmm. that happens all the time. <laughs> Every time, yeah. Always a challenge. How am I going to do this? Um, yeah. I think the robots were pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah, and that was a Spielberg show, so um, that that was that you know you, you can't believe there's actually a robot cop out there. Yeah, there's <laughs> a robot cop, and I'm like, okay, and I found him. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> but. Um, I'd never done that before. So that, that was really took a lot of uh, finding and research and technicians and people willing to come down and bring the robot. And then are we going to do the robot live or is he going to be operating? And what if he breaks down during, during it, you know, you have to work out all that. And one of the character, one of the robots I actually got for extent became a lead character on the show. He actually became a character. Oh, wow. (laughs) I was pretty proud of that, but um, yeah. And then there was one time somebody did ask me about blow up dolls. Uh, oh, oh goodness. <laughs> um, <laughs> passed on. Yeah. Passed on that. 
So you obviously love the entertainment industry. I mean, it's been your whole adult life. So what is it about entertainment, making movies and TV that that keeps you going and wanting to do it? Um, I think it's the people that I've worked with mostly um, and how ex- it can be very exciting. I mean, it can be very boring sometimes just sitting around the set, but you're with a lot of people. And this, of course, this is pre-COVID, you know, which is what I miss being uh, on a, on a T, you know, a lot of times I was with the, the, um, the productions or if I was acting, you know, um, you're with all these creative people 24 seven and it's, it's constant laughter. Yeah. Uh, even, I mean, it's hard. It's, it's, it's a hard business. It's, it's hard. You're under deadlines and um, it can be stressful, but some of my best times were just with the people that I met and the people that I hung out with. And yeah, I've been lucky enough to keep a lot of those people in my life. You know, I still see a lot of the CSI New York people. Mm-hmm. Um, I still see the girls from the league of the run. I talked this week, I've talked to about three of the girls, you know, um, yeah. which is very rare. Um, <laughs> and um, even doing theater, the theater I've done, it's just that camaraderie. And it's that idea of a team, mm-hmm. of, you know, and, and that's, what kept me we're kind of car- carny carnival people in a way yeah where it's yeah. just you have to you have to be willing to um not know where your next job is coming from and just kind mm-hmm. of hang with it but um i think that's what i'll always remember is just people that i really had a good time with and still laugh with yeah that's what i love about what you're saying i think that it's not just about the it's not just about people to make connections you this is family these are all it seems like through your whole career it's been relationship after relationship not just for a leg up but because these are people that you've just fallen in love with yeah built relationships with I love that absolutely you don't hear these stories out of Hollywood a lot you know and so it's great to see like it really is a family you really truly feel that way Oh yeah. I mean, I, I think I, I worked at star theater Flint when I was 16 and I, I was working back, started working backstage and I was watching all, you know, there were a lot of famous people that came through there and I, I worked, uh, it, it was everybody from Lana Turner to all these people coming through there and all these, um, showbiz people, the dancers and the singers Mm -hmm. and, and, and I just kind of recognized that this was kind of, these were kind of my people and that, um, I wanted to pursue it, but, and then, like you said, I mean, I have a lot of old friends that, that, that I've known since acting classes who are very, you know, are very recognizable people and to run into them again and see them and they're, and, and that they haven't changed and that they're happy to see you and you're happy to see them. And yeah, uh, I do think that, that, um, it gets a bad rap sometimes it is a difficult business, but mm-hmm. a lot of exciting things. That yeah. Happen. A lot of joy. Lot of, I've met a lot of politicians while I was, you know, a lot of people, I'm just like, you know, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> we even had Malia Obama as our intern on our on Oh, really? And so, yeah. And so, I mean, it, it's also very exciting. You get, you get an opportunity to meet people you might not have met before. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's so great. Patty, we can't thank you enough. This has been a dream come true for me. And I just love this peel back the curtain a little bit on like all the dish on the filming and everything that happened on the set of a league of their own. And then obviously what you're doing now. And we just can't thank you enough for taking the time today to talk to us. Um, we appreciate you so much and just very grateful for you. Oh, thank you. My pleasure. It was great talking to you guys. It's always fun to 
talk about talk about a league of their own it's yes. a gift i'm giving so yeah it's like a generational <laughs> iconic movie so. it is it is and i'm still picking you first for any playground baseball we got going That's on right. <laughs> you're never one pick we'll fly you to texas yeah <laughs> it's always sunny here and there we can play all the right. time so, <laughs> that's right good luck with your with the boys and everything in the baseball stuff. thank okay. you thank you patty thank you patty have a wonderful day yeah. bye-bye well, Rebecca, what'd you think of my surprise? That was incredible. I was so excited to talk to her. What a wonderful conversation. Yeah. It was like she so was so good. thoughtful and we, I could talk to her all day. Yes. She was so good. So what, what was it like meeting a cast member from a league of their own? I mean, I like just, you've loved this movie for 30 years. I have. And she, she taught me things I hadn't learned before. Like I didn't already know, like there were so many little things that she had the dish on that I was like, I didn't know that. So I was just so excited to get all like behind the scenes. Okay. I'm going to ask you to do something now. Okay. Because you pretty much know every word of this movie. So in celebration of this episode, I'd like you to sing the song. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? The one where they're on the bus. Oh yeah. The, like the theme song of the league. Okay. Can you give us a rendition? You really want me to do this? Oh, I do. We're going to send this to the people. I'm sending it to Blake Shelton to see if you can get on the boys. Oh, please. So no pressure. Okay. We are the members of the All-American team. We come from cities near and far. We've got Canadians, Irish ones, and Swedes. We're one for all. We're all for one. We're all American. Well, great job, Rebecca. Thank you. I had to give you a little clap there. Thank you. That's Thank awesome. You. Thank you. Uh, just wonderful. It's just great to see. It's what? funny that you said that because in the movie, <laughs> what Jimmy Dugan says, he signs a baseball and says, avoid the clap, Jimmy Dugan. <laughs> and you said, you're going to have to give me a little clap. <laughs> <laughs> that was not planned at all. Okay, oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I do know all the, it's all dangerous the to talk to you when you know every word of the movie. That's I true. would have not thought of that at all. <laughs> Well, thank you for my surprise. <laughs> you're welcome. Today. I appreciate it so much, guys. You're are you gonna... thankful for your little clap, too? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm so totally thankful for it. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed this interview just as much as we did, and we look forward to seeing you next time on Hardy Party Five and a Half. Over and out. We'll see you next time. Five, two, three, four,